Welcome to Divine Light with Tiffany, where we will break down the many chapters in the Bible and discuss what they mean to us and how they apply to our lives. So sit back, relax, and let's get started. Hello and welcome to all my divine sisters and brothers in Christ. I am grateful to be back here joining you all and with you all for another wonderful episode. And I am once again so excited about this topic. So let's get right into it. And I would like to call this episode today, The Missing Father, Where Are You? Now, if any of you have ever heard of the Serenity's Prayer, um, it's actually quite longer than I ever realized it was. But the opening of this prayer um, is just absolutely powerful to me. And, uh, you know, to be honest, sometimes it feels like I have to say it, especially during a certain period of my life where I had to say it for at least once a day, you know, to really just remind myself um, and just get me through um, some hard times sometimes. So I just want to say that here today, and I'm sure you've heard it. Um, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference and that last one my sisters and brothers in Christ are just so it's just so so it's the key part uh, I feel to uh, that opening Um, the wisdom to know the difference between what I need to just accept and I cannot change and what I can change and uh, only need the courage to do so So I say that um, to talk about in our, uh, when I say in our community, but you know, I'm learning more and more that the case of the missing father um, seems to just be a a widespread kind of thing, uh, um, really across many more ethnicities than I, you know, ever realized growing up um, it is very prevalent in um, the black community um, unfortunately Um, but it is a case uh, all across the board you know where the father is maybe there but not really there Um, you know uh, or just not there at all right like you know sadly Um, more often than not, you know, I I hear way too, way too often, uh, people speak of their father, just, just non-existent, right? Like, you know, in our community, um, unfortunately, it's just, it's almost a common thing um, to either just not even know who your father is, um, or know them, but then they just not be a part of your life for whatever reason or the other, right? Um, so what I learned and what I'm just so grateful, uh, to be able to learn as an adult and to, and, and within my walk and my journey with the Lord, 
is to realize just how much God fills in all of those gaps, right? Um, and and he fills them in, you know, one by one, gaps that I didn't even know needed filling. And just realizing and learning that uh, the, the older I got and the closer that my relationship became with him, um, it has just been an amazing journey. So I was reading a um, Bible. Um, if you if you have the Bible app, it's called um, they call them plans, Bible plans, or something that you can. There's oh they have I don't know hundreds, I'm sure thousands of them, but um, and you can pick a, a plan of whatever you would like to read about. Um, and I was reading a plan, and I honestly don't remember exactly what it was called. I think I want to say maybe it was spoken blessings or something like that. And in one of the devotions um, to this plan, it talked about how Jewish families, um, you know, have this this I guess sort of sort of maybe a tra- tradition or, or 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 something of sorts like that. And and you know, and I personally I don't know if this is all Jewish families or you know what exactly, but talked about how you know they have sort of a tradition here on on every Friday evening. Um, would be like a family night. And on this family night, um, they would end the evening with a prayer and the father would declare a blessing over each of the children. Now, if you read in the Bible, if you if you've read, I don't know, honestly, this is in multiple uh, chapters, but uh, in the Bible, it talks a lot about, it really uh, highlights how important the blessing of the Father is, right? Um, Isaac spoke blessings over his son, Jacob. And Jacob went on to speak blessings over his sons. Joseph, um, you know, spoke blessings uh, over, uh, over his sons before he died. And out of this and this was just this was and this happened multiple times in the bible but a father speaking blessings over their children it was just so crucially important and they realized that then just how important that was to where you know it was almost a thing of like before you pass on before the grandfather or father passed on let me, you know, bring my children here, bring my grandchildren here. Let me speak blessings over them because it's that important, right? Out of the family line of Jacob and Joseph came our Lord and Savior Jesus. So if it, I'm telling you, if you don't think it's something important, it is definitely something that is important. And um, that was something that they realized even way back then. So my question is, why today is it such a common thing for the father to be missing from the home? Or to even if the father is there, they may as well not be there. They're physically there. Maybe they're just, they're just there, right? And 
whether they're even providing, whether they're even trying to be a father or, or any of that. Um, or even worse, even worse, uh, the presence of the father being there is almost worse than if they just weren't there at all. You know, where some of them are just plain evil and have no intentions of doing anything good for their family or anything good for their children. Satan has done all that he can to destroy the power of the spoken blessing by our earthly fathers in this world. But as many other things, God has a way of turning things around that the devil meant for evil for our good. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 16 through 18. What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I live with them and walk among them, and I will be their God and they will be my people. Therefore, come out from them and be separate says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing, and I will receive you, and I will be a father to you, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Amen. Amen. So, while we are lost, looking to fill in the gap of our missing father looking for love in all the wrong places staying in broken marriages becoming dependent on substances and habits that do not serve us nor our God trying to fill a void that can only be filled by our father in heaven Jesus tells a parable here that we're getting ready to read. And Jesus, if you read the Bible, you will notice that he did this a lot in his time um, of serving. He really liked to tell, to tell parables. But, you know, I think that it, it just it was a way for him to get across his message in a way that a widespread of people could understand it better. <laughs> so... In this uh, parable, let's see here. So this is from Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 24. So Jesus says this in this parable. There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had and set off for a distant country and there squandered his wealth and, and in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in the whole country and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. 
He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but not one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and he went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. And he was lost and is found. So they begin to celebrate. Man, that scripture there, those scriptures, that whole message, <laughs> that whole parable that Jesus told, it just absolutely touches me because it tells me that even when we are lost trying to find our way back home the Lord is joyful he is joyful he is he is moved he is excited he is grateful to accept his children back home that have been lost and that is what, how some of us, what happens to some of us who get lost along the way because we were trying so hard to fill a void that we were, that our missing fathers left in our lives. And, you know, me personally, I at least, uh, as in regards to a worldly father, I at least had my grandfather um, for those of you who already know my story. Um, so I was very blessed in that way to at least have my grandfather where I know there's so many uh, young women and men out there who just had no father at all um, or whatever father they had was unfortunately just a, a sad disappointment. And so many times we end up just getting lost along the way. I think of this, when I think of this, I think of <laughs> something that happened the other day actually reminded me of this and it just made me laugh. But it's like when you're looking for something and you think of a place that it could be, but you think to yourself, no, I can't be there. So you look everywhere else, frustrated because you know you just saw it. 
You know you just saw it somewhere. I just can't think of where, but I know I just saw it. And then finally, out of desperation, you look in the very place the good Lord told you to look in the first place. And you find the very thing that you were looking that you were determined to convince yourself couldn't be there. (laughs) To me, that is how it is. We're looking so hard for something that just isn't there, right? We're, we're looking in all the wrong places uh, for something it, that it's not there. And the good Lord tells us, I'm here, look here. And if you just come back to this place and look right here for me, you will find me. I think that some of our realizing and coming to a place where we can truly, truly uh, get to a place where we can go to our Father and and heal. I'll use that word because I think that's maybe the most appropriate word. Um, but get to a place where we can heal because there are so many of us that don't, we don't even realize how many of our problems or things that we go through in our lives or even just ways that we've ended up, you know, um, we don't even realize how not having that father figure in our life has affected us in so many ways or not having that strong, loving father figure in our life, in our lives has affected us in multiple ways. And I believe very much so that forgiveness is a part of this journey. And I know I I talked about this in a podcast previously, but I just want to touch on it just a little bit more because I believe so important. I believe so, so very much that uh, forgiveness is very much a part of this journey and of this process. And uh, in a devotion that I've read, um, in an, or it may have been the same um, uh, Bible reading, a uh, Bible app plan, um, where it said, forgiveness is sometimes defined as a conscious decision to release feelings of resentment towards someone who has harmed you. Forgiveness is not based on whether they deserve your mercy or not. It is also essential to understand what forgiveness is not. When you forgive, you are not denying, condoning, or even excusing the seriousness of the offense committed against you. Forgiveness brings you, as the forgiver, peace of mind and frees you from destructive anger. And, you know, this comes, like, as I said, you know, when we have an expectation um, of our father and our father is unable or unwilling to provide or uh, emotionally or financially um, or whatever the case may be. So, you know, we have to release ourselves from that burden of unforgiveness um, and, and, and release that person 
of our expectations, of the burden of our expectations that we continue to put on them um, in the hopes of whatever it is that we're expecting to get from it. Um, Because I believe that the Lord tells us that although although the enemy has always as always has tried to turn this around for evil or has tried to who has planned this for evil okay although the lord has planned this for evil i your father am here to turn it around for your good so i just want to give a quick you know cheers and you know just love to the fathers of today who are for one are choosing to be present in their children's lives and those and that is for the fathers who are either with the mothers or even the ones who are not with their mothers but they are still making the choice to be present in their children's lives I just I take my hats off to you I thank you I have a husband who who had no clue who his father was um, had no upbringing from a man and what a father and a man and a husband was supposed to be and I know that's many men's story stories um, these days and yet um, and I I, you know my brother uh, being one of them uh, we have no you know they had no example of what a good father is supposed to be and they are only doing the best that they can and they are not by any means always getting it right but darn it they are not giving up and they are not giving in. And that's what's most important. They are doing their best to be good fathers. They are doing their best to be good husbands as well. And providers. And I am just grateful to have these men in my life. And But also to realize and to know that we have a father in heaven who is able to fill in every void. He is able to fill in every gap. So, and I just want to go back really just touch really quick on the Jewish tradition of the of speaking blessings over your children. Um, it's just so important. It's just I I mean, when I read this devotion, it, it was just it almost like it was like, like a light bulb going off in my mind. I just thought, wow. That's that's right. That I you know reading the Bible, you read that multiple times, and not really. I guess I never really understood, um, just really the the or appreciated the gravity of how important something like that was. But it's like speaking life into your children and over your children's lives. So fathers. The ones that that can hear me, that are listening, continue to be the fathers that you are. Um, And, and, you know, I just thought of another great father as well. My um, sister's um, um, fiance, soon to be husband. But, you know, continue to be a present, a presence in your children's lives. And I encourage you to continue to speak life 
over and into your children um, because it is important and it does matter. Um, So anyway, with all that being said, I thank you all just so much um, for being here as always. Um, If I'm correct, I believe this may be the last episode for season two, which I, I honestly just can't believe I just can't believe it. So um, I just I just thank you all so much for sticking with me and um, for following my journey here in this podcast and and uh, sticking with me through the struggles because, you know, I'm just learning and everything. But this has just been it's just been a blessing. It's been a blessing beyond anything I ever, ever imagined when I started doing this. So. Um, I'm grateful to my family. I'm grateful to um, friends or anyone else who's listening to this podcast. I'm grateful to all of you, my sisters and brothers in Christ. And I love each and every one of you. And of course, you know that God loves you more. And as we always do, uh, let's end here with Matthew 5, chapter 6 excuse me chapter 5 verses 16 let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven have a blessed week ahead or weekend depending on whenever you're listening to this and until next time let the divine light shine in you